Got a piece, man. Got a dance, but it's really no some street shit. I'ma show you how to get it. It go right foot up, left foot slide, left foot up, right foot slide. Yo, alright, so we are back with another episode, but this time, this time we have a very special guest. I will let her introduce herself and all that she does and all of her social media platforms before we really get started. So special guest, please introduce yourself. This is your first time on. Hello. Hi guys. Thanks for having me first of all. Thanks for having me up. Um my name is Gabby, but you can call me Gab the Gifted. That's my social media handles by the way. Gab the Gifted. Um, a little bit about me, a Howard alumni. Besides Howard, um, I guess I would say I'm more of like a, I'm like a freelancer, but like I also own a business, I guess low-key two businesses on the side that I'm like working up. So like I have an online radio station. Um, you can go in your app store. That's called Powerful and O. I want to blog, gabthegifted.wordpress.com. And uh, then Gab the Gifted is also my LLC that I've been building up. And I do a little media work on the side. So stuff like oh, yeah. all in my spare time. <laughs> Run through the resume then, okay. Um, well, that's the reason I like reached out to you initially because I noticed you were like building your own brand and business and you work with like entertainment and media. Um, and that's kind of like the same field I work in. And then of course, this is the podcast. Um, and we like focus on political issues, but we definitely try to like intertwine with like black cultural issues to keep our guests and like our peers and stuff like informed, especially like what's going on. like right now um so um we'll do like introductions we just updated our social media so noah throw that out there and then we can start all right so the new social media so you can follow us on instagram and twitter at wrgopod youtube at what's really going on be sure to subscribe and listen like tell your mother tell your friend on apple Podcasts, soundcloud spotify and apparently google play because they also have a streaming we on all platforms we on all that. Okay, so we're going to get into it. So we're going to hit the agenda. So I think, uh, Gabby, for you, the first thing I think when we've been talking about all this corona stuff, we try not to focus on it too much since everybody knows what's going on. Yeah. But how have you been handling it? How is, like, your work, especially in, like, freelance? Because that's a big thing. Like, freelancers and a lot of people who run their own businesses are especially being are trying to navigate this. So, like, how is it working out for you, like, personally? Uh, well, personally, with the quarantine, um, well, I'm kind of a homebody now as opposed to how I used to be. So it's like, yeah, I want to be out, but I've also been content being here. Um, as far as like freelance stuff goes, I'm still trying to navigate it because I've also was working temp. So every day I'm still working from home and I'm blessed to have like a source of income, especially as a temp at an agency and them keeping me on. Um, but more than anything, I think this time being quarantined, um, I've been doing a lot of like soul searching. So I've been trying to like look up different concepts or look at videos and stuff that I feel like feed my soul to help me as a well-rounded person. And also to just find inspiration because I've been having writer's block. I've been wanting to put a new blog up for a minute. Um, but the more I've been looking at stuff and the more I've been in the house and I've been reflecting and I've been reaching out to people, I feel like I've been getting more like ideas and now my creativity may, able to, may be able to flow. But yeah. It's just hard because I'm here every day. I'm cooking up a storm. I'm cooking like meals every day, going to the grocery store, and I want to go outside. <laughs> well, you are better than me because, like, my creativity has been, I just been out of it, man. Like, just like for me, I have to like go out and like be with nature. And like, I'm like a vibrant person. Like, a lot of my in 
energy like vibrates off of other people. Uh, so fortunately enough, I do have like a roommate, but like it's been hard because um, for me right now, like I'm like in the same space as you. Uh, I'm not a freelancer. I do have a full time job. Uh, however, I am in the process of like building my own clientele. Like literally today, like I just got a contract renewed, and I was like, "Who? Thank God!" Because I know how that was going. Uh, so it is cool and interesting to see like you're being productive um, in your like quarantine time. Do you think it's like anything that you're specifically doing, like how you're setting up your day or like things you're using to be motivated or it's just like that's your natural being? Uh, all right, let me refocus. So one, it's helping me out, but I haven't wrote anything yet. So let me make that clear because the writing block is still kind of there. The ideas are there, but I ain't wrote nothing okay. yet. Okay. So it's, I'm still trying to be able to put that on paper. I understand that. It's, yeah. it's so hard. It's like it'll come and I'm watching something. But I think for me, like what helps me with that, because I haven't actually made a routine. Everybody keeps saying, make a routine. You in the house every day. Don't be lazy. The most routine that I have is because my uh, temp job from 8 to 5 or 8.30 to 5. I know I'm going to wake up at 8 o'clock, so I'm going to be up in time by 8.30 and do that till 5. You know, so if anything, I'm trying to force myself. So, like, for example, I don't know if y'all heard of Transformation Church. I'm a little bit spiritual mm -hmm. behind this, so, yeah. like, I've been watching those videos. But then also, like, I'm randomly watching astrology stuff or really pop culture, I think. I think me watching, like, all of these TV shows and stuff, I'm being really lazy. I should definitely be working out right now. I should definitely be doing way more stuff, watching my diet. I've honestly been watching True Blood like crazy. I've never seen it. I'm already on season five. And <laughs> I don't know. I think I just really love culture. So I think really watching like movies and TV and stuff is helping to feed my creativity, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because I think that's one thing that like I found a lot is that, at least for people who are like very creative, especially like y'all two, like the thing I found is that like, everybody on Twitter is going to tell you to do like what they do. So it's like, Oh, you have all this time, like you have to be productive. And it's like, no, like you can like find your spot, like within reason. Like I was like you, like I had writer's block for like a year and it's like, you have all this time, but that don't mean the idea is going to like, just like pop the hell out of your head. So I can feel you on that. Like that's definitely something like routine. I don't have one and it's been four weeks. So day 20 for me yeah yeah we have day yeah my day marks an exact month since i got sent home because i got like allergies or whatever and you know when your throat itching you do that like that obnoxious sound uh -oh. I, had, I was doing that while i was making my coffee and i walked past like the office manager uh office she was like henry uh go ahead and hit up <laughs> you know that legit that was me uh, so it was funny. Uh, so like what movies or TV shows have you just been watching? Because like for me, I've just been all over the place. So like if you about to put me on. Well, for one, HBO Go, I've been on there. So I think True Blood is what I've been watching the most. It's like a really old HBO show. Another one of those vampire series type things. But it was like before like all of those became big. So like before uh, Vampire Diaries, before like even Twilight, all of them, and it's really good. I think HBO does good with their series. Besides watching that, well, I don't know. That's been, like, the main thing. I'm just so hooked. Um, I've been trying to watch Black Lightning. Uh, I oh, fell off of it, and it's a really good show. Like, my brother doesn't watch TV, but he loves Black Lightning, so I've been trying to, like, get him to that again. I've heard about that show, but, like, um, 
the, I tried to watch it like once or twice, but it, it was just like, it was a little, it was kind of corny a little bit. Um, okay. Um, okay. So you've been keeping busy during quarantine. So we kind of want to like direct it a little bit toward like politics. Mm-hmm. Um, so like the second question on the agenda is like, do you have any opinion, um, on like Bernie Sanders dropping out, um, yesterday, April 8th? Um, because I seen like a lot of like varied opinions across the board, um, from our peers, people that went to Howard. Um, so like, do you have an opinion on that? Uh, I think my opinion, I was a little bit bummed, but it was like, I'm not surprised. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, if you realistically look at it, it really basically seemed like he didn't have a chance. And from, like, reports and stuff, it's kind of seemed like most Democrats were teaming up to make sure he doesn't get in that position, unfortunately. So, like, if everybody went against him, you know, I understand why he would drop out. Granted, he technically said suspending it and I read somewhere like that mean maybe he'll still be on the ballot. I don't know. He right. It's something but I am a little sad. Yeah. I think that I don't know. I used to love Joe Biden. And now I just I don't know if it's just media or what. Like it's just like now I don't really know what to think. But I really do like Bernie. Granted his idea ideas may be a little bit extreme to some people. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't really know. At this point now some people equate Biden versus Trump to like a another Clinton and Trump type of thing, where it's like, uh, pick the better of two evils. You um, just, like, brought up a point that I've, like, just had in the back of my mind to where, like, like, young people used to, like, mess with Biden, but all of a sudden, like, the media has been, like, in this presidential, like, um, round, like, when he was running or whatever, um, the media has been dragging him and just bringing up all the old nasty stuff. And it was like, I mean, were y'all not aware of this before? Like what's happened now to where like all of this stuff is like randomly coming up? Or not randomly, like he's in the limelight spotlight. So like that's why it's coming up. But it was just funny to me to see how um, public opinion on my, like on the behalf of which I've perceived um, has changed toward Biden. It's really wild. Um, like you said, yeah, like I remember he was at Morgan State's um he did one of their graduations. Yeah. He was a speaker and like people got pictures and everybody was so excited and like like you said, we loved him. And I think now of course one, I think people are starting to take elections way more seriously. So I think that's why a lot of people now have like dug up different stuff about Biden and have seen like, okay, maybe he's not all I thought he was. Cause at first Everybody wasn't paying attention. Even I know I can do a better job um, with staying informed and reading up on people who are running for office. So I think now that because we took Trump for granted and then he won and now we like this country is just going crazy that like people trying to pay more attention now um, about it, which I think that's good. But I don't know. It's just still crazy to see how like all of that is. I think a very good thing that I saw, though. Uh, it's kind of a woman's blog, but refinery29.com, if you go to, like, their elections page, they have a really good graphic for people to be able to, like, compare different ideologies and stuff that they're running me. Oh, that's um, I go to that to, like, help me out when I want to look up stuff. Yeah, so now that Biden is officially the nominee, like, how do you, does that kind of, I know you said, like, you clearly had an affinity, like, for a lot of the policies that Bernie did talk about, especially for us as younger people. So now that Biden is the nominee, does that kind of, dissuade you or are you just kind of like I'll vote but 
just kind of isn't what I would kind of want to do. And I think that's where a lot of people are trying to like figure out their interests where it's like, am I just voting just to get Trump out? Or am I like genuinely like going to be out there like supporting Biden? So like, how do you kind of feel like you initially kind of file into that? I think that's what a lot of people are struggling with. I think low key, I, I do think it would just be like voting to get Trump out. Yeah. Um, not to say that I'm totally against Biden, but again, like I haven't fully done enough extensive research to where I feel like I fully support this person and I will be comfortable with this person leading the country. Granted, uh, when everybody was still running, even though people thought their ideas were like extreme, I really did like the different things that Elizabeth Warren and Bernie were both oh. saying because they actually feel like I feel like they care about people. Like, Bernie, he cared more about coronavirus than trying to do stuff for his campaign, you know? So, like, without that, it's just like a lesser to me was, okay, let's go with Biden. He's a cool person, and I think he might do some good stuff. But, like, certain topics, like, I think it was, was it abortion topic, I think? He used to be, like, against it or yeah, something. Like, yeah, he wanted to get rid of it, but now he's, like, supporting it. That's kind of crazy. And, like, I'm a woman, so, like, I don't want nobody telling me what to do with my body. So, right. I don't know. It's really just to get Trump out. Yeah, I think that's where I think everybody is at. Cause I know like Henry and I, we were really supportive of like Warren and all of the black and Latino candidates. And in typical American fashion, we got an older white man. So it's like, I guess. So, I mean, we're going to keep an eye on that. And then uh, we just kind of wanted to highlight this uh, because I know Henry and I live in Maryland. I know you have said for a yeah. while, I'm assuming you're in Baltimore. I, well, yeah. I'm actually in Highsville. Oh, damn. All right. Well, we all in the same place. Uh, so DC relief bill, uh, it had a rent freeze money for hospitals and more access to unemployment. Uh, I hope Maryland does this because I'm waiting on it. I'm waiting on Maryland. <laughs> I need that freeze. So, April, March 30th, Boy, I am waiting on that. Yeah. I've been notifications. Where you at, Maryland? You want to go to DC with that curfew? You were like, where that, where that rent check? She did send me something today where I think uh, they lowered the, like, there's no more uh, requirements as far as income in, when it regards to uh, SNAP benefits, basically food stamps. Yeah. But we can at least apply for that uh, to get them, no matter how much you make. So wait, small can you get online, though, or you got to go stand in line? Because that, like, bringing this up makes me think of, uh, I was, like, just strolling on Twitter. I mean, we're actually going to, like, talk to someone that actually voted, but, like, this has nothing to do with voting, but uh, it's just long lines. So somebody was, uh, like, you know, unemployment rates are, like, skyrocket. Like, I got a notification today of, like, 66 million people um, yeah. registered for unemployment. So, um, point, like, I seen in Florida, like, the line was, like, wrapped around a building down the street, like, attempting to register for unemployment. You think the snap line about to be... <laughs> They gotta have some type of way to do it online. Let me make because I ain't going to nobody's. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm I can't. I might have to go in the grocery store today, and I'm even scared for that. And that's look, what look, for lively. Oh. I definitely feel you. Mm -mm. Um. All right. So we're gonna get into some more fun topics. We call this big facts or whatever, where we just focus more like. Anyway, just general conversation. So, have you been tuning in to any other lives? Um on social media at all so all the celebrity lives um yeah i keep missing them so it'll be like the next day then i get all the recap and everything and i see everybody talking about it. i'm like maybe i don't follow these people but i don't keep <laughs> up for the most part 
right. Um, I'm kind of like you. Like I tuned into um Sean Garrett's and the Dreams. Oh, I heard that was funny. Like all the way there. Um, so like Rolling Stone did a pretty good read up on it. Um, so if you want to, like, definitely check it out. But Swiss Beats and Timberland, they're calling it like a UFC, um, like rap battle, um type of style where you're like going against somebody um the name of the brand is called versus uh, so basically they're like curating like live battles between producers writer artists um and their main take on it was like a lot of people um see like these big celebrities like beyonce and rihanna that seemed to be everybody like go to for real um but like all these big celebrities household names but we never know like the behind the scene artists like the producer the writer like the composers who's actually bringing that project together um so their whole purpose of doing this is to highlight some of those people um so like they are like seeking to improve the quality of it because um like t-pain and Lil john they hit like a record-breaking uh, live um and then they got beat like later on but yeah, so it was pretty cool. T-Pain and Lil John to me, had, like, great chemistry. I rewatched that one. Um, it was pretty cool. Um, but I guess, like, the um, craziness or, like, confrontation with the situation now is, like, Teddy Riley and Babyface were supposed to, like, do their, um, like, versus challenge. And Teddy, Teddy Riley like put up a little fight saying he wanted to be uh compensated for doing it um so like that of course kind of throws people off because it's like everybody been doing this for free we've been on live like just kicking it or whatever uh so that one got canceled and they rescheduling one for like this saturday uh, so you can probably check that out you know? oh, fine, fine. <laughs> have you checked out that uh you, you haven't seen tory lane's uh lives either like the I'm telling you, Twitter gonna always repost stuff in the morning. <laughs> I wake up, somebody just screen recorded it and they posted it on Twitter, and then I just be seeing it all because he wilding too. Nah, he definitely wilding. <laughs> he got blocked until like the 14th, I think. He can't go on live, but he hit a. Uh, he had the most live like tunings. He had 310 people uh, like live when Drake, him and Drake when they went on together. The crazy thing is, is though, like, when yesterday happened, I was actually watching it live. Like, my uh, was playing. Are you seeing all that milk in them gummy worms and stuff? Bro, it was like watching a reality show meets, like, someone driving off a cliff. It was like, how bad is this going to be? And literally, like, once it got really bad, I was really, like, I looked at my roommate and I was like, like, the FCC going to step in. Like, this is like, uh, entirely <laughs> too much. And then literally, like, just like that, it just went, the screen just went black. Mm. And I was like, oh, shit, like, that's a mess. But I think for you, Gabby, I think since you're kind of, since you're in the journalism and entertainment space, how do you think all of this kind of, like, all of these content creators and producers and artists kind of testing out these new ways of communication, how do you think that will inter impact entertainment beyond coronavirus? I think that's, for Henry and I, that's the most interesting thing of, like, how people can kind of build on this kind of live engagement past that. So what do you kind of think about how this kind of works going forward? Um, I'm, I'm kind of painted on that, I guess, a little bit. Because I feel like on one end, it's kind of just like a for now type thing. But then again, this could stretch on for months. So you do kind of have to think about after. But I think after that, 
things are going to try to switch back to normal slowly but surely. However, I think that celebrities will try to utilize live more in aspects of talking to other people. But I just feel like this is something to get all of us around the world who are stuck in our houses like keep us busy. And I think that it's authentic and it's cool because like we never get to see these people in this light. Like we always see them, they just feel more close to them. And we can't see them live, so it gives us an incentive. But they're definitely gonna try to cap on that, like make money and stuff. Like I don't agree with Teddy Riley and them trying to take it to another platform and make money yeah, off that. Yeah, I think it loses its integrity. Um, but I think going from this, people are going to try to do more things that fans will feel like this is more personal. I feel more into it. Like watching when uh, who was it? Manny Fresh against uh, was it Scott Storch? I think mm-hmm. um, people love Manny Fresh, and he's like yeah. a real big person in our culture. And so for us to be in our living room and we watching him on live with Scott Storch, who are big names, like these people are huge. And we're like, wow, I'm getting nostalgia. I remember when this song came out, that was a great time in my life. Oh my, like you just feel so good. And it's helping us forget about everything that's going on. So I think people are going to take notice that when people feel more personal about something and they can really connect with it because like we're doing this lives and getting people involved and doing other stuff, not for benefit of money or like a profit, but literally for people to feel better. The enjoyment. I think. Yeah, like the enjoyment of it. And I think people, I mean, eventually, yeah, they're going to think of ways to do that and then after the fact drop something that makes more bread. Right, but right. I think it'll help them to attract more people if they're smart enough to right. capitalize on it. People want to feel good. Like. Right. It's definitely a great um, marketing tactic because I work in marketing or whatever. And I've read a few different blog sites. Um, that are like suggesting or saying or claiming that after this time period, that's gonna be how concerts are gonna be streamed and stuff like that now. Um, so it, it's interesting to see how like the world um, intends to capitalize on it because they literally did start something like original, authentic. It was like, it's probably been done, but never to that extent to where you had like over 200 thousand people tuning in live commenting and like actually you know what i'm saying engaging with the context of what's going on um so it's definitely going to change like entertainment i think how um it'll be interesting to see it's definitely a great marketing tactic i think um it's sorry i was gonna say as far as like them thinking that in the future more concerts will probably be done uh on like live and stuff like that virtually as a concert lover, I hope they don't do that. Because one, <laughs> like the same way y'all doing this now, once we can be back outside, who's to say if people all start doing this and that becomes a thing, as soon as the first person go hard and doing a free concert, depending on how <laughs> everybody will want to go. And like I said, people like to feel that personal and in that space. As a concert lover, I love being at the concert because I can really feel the music. I can really hear them. I see them as a person. I get their personality, especially a small, intimate concert like years mm-hmm. ago. Party Next Door came on U Street at uh, U Street Music Hall and Drake showed up just randomly out the blue. That place is small and it felt so intimate and it was just such a great time and it's too many festival lovers and concert lovers out here. And people make too much money off uh, of shows, honestly. Especially yeah. artists. That's how most artists make most of their money nowadays. They yeah. don't right, right. Um, it'll definitely be interesting to see how it's intertwined. But, like, that's what kind of threw me about Teddy Riley because, like, my thing is, like, while they're doing these live battles or whatever, 
your streaming numbers are guaranteed to go up. Like people hear the song, he's like, oh, I know me. Like I was like, oh, I don't have that song in my life. Here, let me go add that joint. Like, and I was playing the music throughout the day. So like, that's what kind of threw me off about him. Um, I mean, same for me because I think like. It didn't, I mean, one, I was like, dude, like, are you broke? Like, if you are, let us know. Like, we can get a fund for you or something. But I think, like, in general, who's probably the person who's going to, like, benefit most from all of this quarantine stuff is probably D-Nice because he gave everyone all those concerts and he got all those views. After, if he all of a sudden was a DJ for the Met Gala, would you be shocked? No, because he was the person who was first on that wave of giving people content. So I think you can monetize off it, but Teddy Riley needs to – go somewhere because he it's always one person to ruin a good thing and I that's just literally what it is it's like what i don't i honestly don't get it like why you would be like be the first person because like this can go on without you bro yeah it is, clearly <laughs> um this actually just hit me but for both you uh for both of you do you all have a a dream matchup that you would want to see like Cause like my mom told me if they could somehow work out like a Mary J. Blige versus Missy, I know that's like two different genres, but I mm. I'm like, woo versus Missy. That was the like, what? That, <laughs> I thought you were about to throw somebody else out there. Like I'll make Evans Okay, 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 okay. Why would be a better matchup? Okay, I can see Faith Evans. I was gonna say like Faith Evans don't got 20 hits though. Ooh, they yeah, they did say that the quality. They, they, they have twenty. You need they say 20. that in the um revolt, not revolt. Uh, the like diversity article. Yeah. You each uh contestant has to have like twenty bangers, like guaranteed hits. So like when you think about twenty guaranteed like bangers, a lot of the news, and that's what they say in the article. Also, like a lot of new producers, new artists, they automatically get knocked off because they're popular. They have a big name right now they ain't got 20 they have 20 solid hits and that's what so, nah. that's what's so uh cool about this because they're they point out legends like you just said manny fresh like manny fresh like that man he created this whole like his sound of music low-key like created this almost new sound of like how he interjected like the um bounce with a little bit of southern rap style it was cool um and i'm from this house so like you know that's me <laughs> um but yeah um yeah it was cool. I, I don't got nobody who i'd want to see that's what I'm like, i don't think i got like an ideal match like somebody cool would be like kanye versus pharrell that'd be like good to watch i think but like kanye's personality wouldn't be good on live, so there's like, uh, he's not, um, getting paid, he's not doing it. I'm trying right. to make somebody alive because I'm like, wow, if we could, if we could do someone that was dead, like if it was like a Michael Jackson versus Prince, if they were still here and they were head to head, that'd be that would be lit. Or Michael Jackson versus Beyonce. Be, 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 uh, 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 what if it was Beyonce versus Usher? Is that a thing? Does he have the longevity that well he does? Not that's not the question. He definitely does, but he's not as big of a okay, okay. Wait a minute now. That's all right. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. That would actually be a good battle. Beyonce versus Usher because that'll be actually a good battle. 
because they came out around the same with confessions time. alone. Don't sleep. Confessions alone would get him half the way there. Through that, Hello. Through that he got them hits too. It would be a great battle. Everybody would watch that. Everybody would actually watch that. That would be really good. Nah, that actually would be good. So that's a good one. So that was a good conversation. So now speaking of you just because Henry mentioned it. Speaking of uh Kanye, Kanye is scheduled to do his Sunday service with Joel Olstein, Mariah Carey, and Tyler Perry. That's an interesting bunch that I never thought I would read. How y'all feel about that? I'm not watching it. As soon as I saw that, I'm out. But I don't know. Henry Gabby. Yeah, I'm not watching that. I'm good. I don't think it's uh of God. <clears throat> oh Jesus. Uh um, I I'm just not. I would not watch that. One, I need to watch a real church service for Easter Sunday because Easter Sunday I'm not about to play with, okay? They can't preach nothing to me. I don't think that Kanye Sunday service is a real church service. Mm -hmm. I think it's a cult. <laughs> like, well, at least it appears to be one. And even from what I heard from when he came and did Sunday service at Howard Homecoming, it's not like a message is coming out. Like, I, of course, this is always... Just, you know, for publicity, they got these big names, Joel Osteen, Joel couldn't even, Hurricane or something, I forgot it was. Was that yeah. what it was? Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. You couldn't even open your doors to help people out for that, but you want all these big names. Kanye, he's trying to, I guess, refigure out his spirituality, but, like, they don't preach anything. It's no message, and they, I don't feel like people should get lost in what they got wrapped up going on for publicity for Easter Sunday. Just Watch your church online. Just, you don't got to watch them people. Just watch your local church online. Cook you a good meal after the fact. You'll be okay. <laughs> and I, I feel the same way. Because um, I actually did attend <laughs> the um, Kanye Sunday service at Howard or whatever. Right. I went for research purposes, okay? <laughs> I, I don't stream his music. I, I've never been like a huge Kanye fan. And ironically, a lot of people try to compare like the way I dressed and personality yeah. to him for some reason. But um, he, to me, has always been like a narcissistic person and self-serving. So this is only another take on that for me personally. So like when I did go to the like Sunday service at Howard, that my point was proven because he literally was in the middle of talking about, how y'all gonna cancel me? I thought I was canceled. And I come to the blackest university in America and all y'all like, I'm like, what? And that's when I, I was like, I, I, I'm good. The production is good. The choir sound good. However, you don't have to title it uh, or like, like you can do uh, your own genre of like, gospel music. Snoop Dogg just released like a gospel tape. Like other artists do that all the time. But the way he's going about it as if like, oh, I'm the, uh, he called himself the prophet, the some type of prophet since Jesus is left or something like that. So that's the thing that like makes me like, dude, like you're being very narcissistic about this. And like, I personally don't believe that's how you cultivate a relationship with God. So, yeah. Please. I'll give you that. Uh, so last up, uh, if after you, as Gabby said, after you watch the church online, cook yourself a good meal, praise the Lord and all that, Insecure uh, will also be coming back. That's our last thing on Heads Up on HBO, Sunday, April 12th, 10 p.m. 
go check that out. I know I will. I know Henry will. Henry, send me your HBO Go password. Oh, I appreciate you. it. There it is. You just it is. reminded me. Uh, yeah, so be sure to check that out. So that's all that we had. Be sure to follow us again on Twitter and Instagram at WRGOPod, uh, YouTube, what's really going on. Be sure to like, subscribe, comment, do all that on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud. Gabby, I will let you plug all your stuff again so they can get you on the front end and so they can get you on the back end. So say whatever you got to say, drop whatever you got to drop. Again, thank y'all for having me so much. I really enjoyed this. Follow me at Gab, G-A-B, Gab the Gifted, on Twitter, on Instagram. Follow my blog or please go visit my blog, gabthegifted.wordpress.com. And download my app, Powerful One on Radio. It's on Google Play and an Apple App Store. <laughs> All right. So that's it. So thank you, Henry. I will FaceTime you whenever this is all over. Man, thanks again, Gabby. We appreciate you yeah, so we much. We really appreciate you for coming on. Thank you. Hey, see y'all. Thank you.